0: Hey everyone, I'm Andy Petronik and this is the Whole Life Challenge podcast. It's the place we talk to exceptional people about the things that make them tick, exploring their life successes, lessons learned, daily habits and secrets, what helped them to get where they are and how they stay on top of their game. My guest today is Aaron Alexander. He's the founder, chief operating officer, uh, chief therapist, chief movement trainer, for a company called Align Therapy, it's his company. He's the sole proprietor, and he is a—he's uh, a guy who's been in the world of health and well-being and fitness and training since he was 16 years old. Um, it's the youngest I think I've ever heard of somebody actually being paid to train people. Um, he's only 30 now, but gosh, he's been in the business for 15 years. And he is—he's been—he's a certified Rolfe. Um, instructor? No, Rolf, Rolfer. Uh, He doesn't call it Rolfing. He calls it um, aligning, which is why his business is called Align Therapy. And during the podcast, we have some really cool, I have a couple really cool realizations, some come, some aha moments, one where we equate the, the typical, Movement of a person away from optimal health and well-being over the course of their life to a the drive of a golf ball and the movement of a golf ball down the fairway, whether it's straight down the fairway or it slices or hooks. And I think it's a really cool analogy. I'll, I'll I'll um I'll just leave it at that for now. Um and um you know Aaron works with people to help them figure out how to move their bodies in ways that, that are, are efficient are optimal that um, he works with the space between things that they're doing on a daily basis like the movement that you don't even think about that you're doing like getting in and out of your car how do you do that you know so he works with people on improving their posture their mechanics in different ways Parts of their body, so that when they are moving throughout their life, they're more conscious about the way they move. They're more intentional about the way they move. Uh, they actually use that movement to foster fitness, foster health, foster correct alignment in their body. It's a it's a really it's a it's a context that I hadn't really considered before. And, uh, Aaron does a great job of, of explaining it and explaining how he works with people. And so what are, what are some of the big revelations that he's, uh, that have occurred for him as a result of his training this way? And, and, and he's got a, quite a history of, of training and conditioning and, um, figuring out what works and what doesn't work. So, uh, I'm not going to belabor this any longer. I'm going to bring him right in and, um, welcome Aaron Alexander to the whole life podcast. Enjoy. I've got Aaron Alexander sitting in front of me and he's from Align Therapy. He's a podcast. He's a podcaster, been doing it longer than I have, uh, well, you, at least you have more episodes. I don't know unless you are doing two point five years. Yeah, definitely longer than How long I have. Is this. This fellow. Well, we've we've had a version of the podcast for about two and a half years, but we weren't committed to podcasting. It was a we did a radio show. It wasn't really a radio show. We would take we would use the Whole Life Challenge. We would have people participate in the Whole Life Challenge, and then we'd open up a channel for people to call in and ask questions. We would. Um, push out information it it, but we weren't committed to a regular broadcast of a message and we certainly weren't committed to having regular consistent guests to to bring into the podcast and it was about a year ago that i its more than a year ago now it was back in march of 2016 that i decided to take this on as kind of my own little side project You know, the other thing we have going for us, the whole life challenge is we're, we're not trying to necessarily build a a money making podcast. Like it doesn't, there's no monetary, uh, I don't know, influence, like we're
1: not probably no front end.
0: It's not a, it's not a business. It's not a business that we're trying to, it's not a business model for us because we have the whole life challenge. We're trying to provide more insightful stories and information about life and life changing things and things related to the whole life challenge for our listeners and for our players. And so, um, taking it on the, with a commitment to producing one every week where you, where you don't have to, it, it just created a new context, you know, and, um, it's been really fun. It's been really cool.
1: I do it just in kind of an organic way where I just, so I have like t- over 20 interviews in the can, metaphor uh-huh. can. And uh, so I just do interviews whenever it feels appropriate. Oh, that's cool. You know, it's, uh, that's, and you've, if you've, if you've seen my, my podcast, like, yeah, ev- like a hundred percent of the people that are on there, it's like, Oh, whoa, well, you had, oh well, well, because I can yeah. just wait, you know, i never right. have that moment right. where it's like, Oh God, it's Sunday. What am I, I'll what call am I up my cousin right. or whatever. Right. Right. You know? <laughs> right. You know, so that's
0: you just had um, what's his name um,
1: Max Neymar Neymar.
0: um J- is Jason oh Jason Neymar. Jason, Neamer, Jason Neamer. My homie. he's fantastic. I mean, I want I've I've loved to have him on the podcast. So if you can introduce me to Jason, would oh, be amazing. Yeah, yeah, Jason. But I we're, love we're watching like his stuff on brothers. Instagram. I mean, <laughs> he is one of the most amazing body movers I've ever seen. Yeah, um, ninja. Deluxe yeah
1: he'll be back out here coming in the next coming months, so i I'll, I'll link you, you guys oh, that
0: that'd be really cool yeah yeah, yeah I, I I mean his stuff is just so inspiring,
1: you know what I found with the podcast, which is interesting, I think this happens with a lot of people, is the process of getting started is always the most challenging thing, and this is metaphoric for everything, yeah, right, you know, so people ask like okay, how did you do, 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 do? You should just do something right, right. and then yeah. all of a sudden the definition will start yeah. to come, yeah, you know, and that's i I found literally after like Probably two years of doing the the podcast that um, finally it's like oh I think I know what this is about <laughs> right totally because <laughs> you know? at first it's like align podcast right whatever just align yourself well that's you know? a,
0: that's a, this is a really another really good you know <laughs> an interlude um, because I'd love you to tell people a little bit more about you like I'd love to hear from your point of view you know your we just met on the street let's yeah. just pretend and um i say hey
1: yeah what do you do well so that it depends on the person that i meet you know you kind of size the person up as far as like what what would they receive yeah. the best sure you know but uh movement coach would mm-hmm. be a really simple easy like i don't really feel like talking type got <laughs> you it, know like, got no, i do like movement i'm coaching. a movement coach yeah so i do seminars and workshops and then i host a podcast and this you know uh-huh. period Um, But if we go a little bit more into detail, then essentially what I do, it ends up looking a lot like physical therapy meets manual therapy, Mm -hmm. you know, so that's the movement coaching component, you know, so working with people, educating them that you're always potentially therapizing yourself and making that word up. But as you're picking something, you're like massaging yourself, right? So as you pick something up off the ground, as you reach up overhead, as you chop carrots, as you get out of your car. You're either making yourself better, right, because you're aligned, you're stacking your joints, you're organized, mm-hmm. or you're creating friction and fire because you're misaligned, right, and you're imbalanced and you're dysfunctional. Right? And,
0: and, you're, and you're continuing to propagate that movement pattern, yes. making it worse. Yeah,
1: so, it, so, it's, so that's the big thing. And, and you see this. It's like I used to have this belief when I was like a little guy that adult, because you were an adult, you just had it together. right. Right, you know, I remember like seeing like old fat guy, whatever. Hilarious. You know, yes. he's just like he's you know he's smoking a cigarette. and He's got the, you know he's just like we're like, well, he's an adult. He's probably right. I can probably trust him. A, yeah, right, right. You know, and now I'm like, oh my god, that's <laughs> so wrong. Yeah, you yeah. know, because what it is, what you're seeing when you're seeing that 50 year old guy or girl or woman, whatever, you're seeing the aggregate of their last 50 years. Right, right. So it's like a golf swing. You know, if you're driving a ball, that everybody's first fifty yards, forty yards, whatever, is pretty straight, right? Unless you super shank it, right? But it's that whoa! It's once the spin gets under it and it really starts taking that, you know, the shank or whatever the terms are, Mm -hmm. the slice. Then it's like, oh, whoa, whoa! There we are. You know, so what I'm looking to do with 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 people at group levels and and also individuals. That's a levels.
0: really interesting analogy. I really like that analogy. When you first the fifty the first fifty yards of a golf swing are pretty or of the the trajectory of a golf ball. Pretty usually, unless you're looks
1: way good. off, yeah. it usually looks good, pretty good. Good, good deadlift, that and that's was great. like you picked that's like up. the
0: first twenty years of your life. Yep, that's really interesting. I never heard it quite put that way. Yeah. And the further you get along the 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 life, the, the 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 path of life, the more you've been spinning, the further off off course you you get. Yeah. That's really really interesting. I've never heard it put that way and that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. You know. You're eight, if you're 80 years old and you've been practicing thoracic um flexion. Flexion, yeah. you 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 may end up with a hunchback. Like my my aunt is a classic story. She so when she stands straight up, She's looking. If she, if you held her head in neutral, she's looking straight down at the ground. Yeah, and she's eighty-six years old. Yeah, yeah. and she's been doing it her whole life. And, and she's got scoliosis also, but right. um,
1: Yeah, so you see that with with people like speaking of like Dowager's hump, which means dignified elderly woman. If anyone's ever on Jeopardy, right? Yes.
0: Wait, does it really? Yeah,
1: swear to swear to. What do you mean? Swear to Jesus. Uh, that's. I mean that's that. Just look it up. Go, do a little really? Google search. Yeah, Google search. That. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's
1: hilarious <laughs> all right yeah, yeah dignified elderly woman uh, you know and, and and as well speaking of dignified elderly women that's uh, the chair is is a uh, like a, the meaning of of sitting at a chair is is something of prestige right so that's right. been going back into like i think it was romanian times is the earliest one but egyptian and roman et cetera, et cetera. it was okay cool all you worker bees out there using your body I'm going to sit above you while you guys are all sitting on the floor. Mm, Meanwhile, you know, it's like the disease of affluence or affluenza, you know, if you want to be clever. Uh, Meanwhile, I'm destroying myself because my body thrives on adaptation. Mm -hmm. If you don't challenge your system, your system, your system just atrophies, you know? And so it's a similar concept with what we're talking about with this golf swing metaphor. If you are not challenged that system in the correct position, then you end up manifesting strengthening, developing that tissue in a even more broken position, you know so it's like well
0: and the and the and and if you're on the path to doing that, the changes are so slight on a daily basis, even an hourly ba- i mean you know whatever however frequently you measure even a monthly basis um that you don't even notice you don't even you don't even you know it's like it's funny. My my son just got a haircut, right? He so my son has very curly hair. It's very thick. It's great hair. He's very got handsome. Great, great Except hair. After his father,
1: somebody probably mother.
0: I'm I'm sure. really <laughs> mom, really uh, mom. And my wife has always been very into his hair. You know, like won't cut it. You know how some kids will get a crew cut, and oh my god, my wife would would have collapsed had we ever shown up with a crew cut. Uh, in fact, she won't let me take him to the barber to get a haircut. So he's playing soccer and it's summertime and it's hot as hell and his hair has gotten pretty bushy and long and he was at a soccer practice and um, got heat not heat stroke but like heat ra- heat rash oh, he got a heat okay. rash around his neck and head and she's like oh my gosh we, we gotta cut your hair so she takes him to the barber he, he cuts off more than he's ever cut off he, he I mean it is shorter um, it's not like it's not like mine you know like crew, like crew on the sides and like a lot, of hair, a lot of soccer players you, you'll see have super short, just because it's cool. Yeah. Not cool like cool, but cool like cold. Right. And um, he, uh, my wife, thinks it's the most radical thing she's ever seen. So this morning, a, 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 a good friend of ours dropped their son off. And, um, you know, she's like, oh, you should see Dash's haircut. He looks like a completely different person. Dash, come out here. Come out here. Show him your haircut. And he comes out and she's like... Um, he just got a haircut. What are you talking about, like the other mom and she he, and, and she was like she was like it 's such a mom thing to to you know oh did you see my son he 's got a new freckle it 's unbelievable. Look at that freckle so um, yeah, so it 's just a funny thing you don 't notice the the little it's, i guess it 's the opposite. My wife is noticing these little tiny infinite, infinitely small things, but most people don 't notice these changes as they 're making them over the course of their life yeah. and then all of a sudden they're hunched over and looking down at the floor
1: yeah it's it, yeah it's the uh, when I, last I, I used to have long hair when i got my hair cut finally i and i, I was living in hawaii and uh so you go swimming that was like my pattern every day when you first jump in the water you feel like a dolphin it, <laughs> you know it's this feeling
0: when, when the cutters going right yeah
1: you're just like right, whoosh, right. Like, it's so so fun you know it, it's it's in relation to like body language and movement and all that stuff it's that kind of creates a feedback loop for you yeah right right so at a personal level if i jump in the water and i feel like a shaggy you know woolly mammoth or something i'll kind of move around the world a little bit more woolly mammothy Uh you know so if i got big dreadlocks or whatever it's yeah yeah yeah. i'm like i'm into rastafarian stuff and i like sit and smoke weed or whatever if you jump in the water and you feel like a dolphin you're like oh i'm like a navy seal You know, all of a sudden you get out of the water, you walk a little bit differently. Right. 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 You know, so you're starting. And then then when you, you know, when you communicate with somebody, you're like, oh, no, I'm like a strong, I'm like a fast swimmer, you know, so you're a little more upright. But you're not, you're
0: not necessarily thinking that, but maybe it's a subconscious. It's a subconscious thing. Yeah.
1: That's why why we, we, you know, like men and women, but I think probably women are a little more guilty of that, but spending just a lot of time changing clothes. Like, oh, this blue and the black, I don't know, huh? like I'm, I'm feeling red. I think red's good, sexy. You don't want to feel sexy, mm-hmm. right? So it's not just like, oh, you just throw on a pair of pants and a shirt and like, there it is. This is the end of story. You're setting yourself up for the way that you feel, right? So as you set right. yourself up for the right. way that you feel from a structural perspective, that affects the way that you move. Hmm. So if you're trying to seduce somebody, you're going to walk a little bit differently or you're going to speak a little bit differently around them. Right? If you're trying to dominate somebody, you're going to have a different tonicity. You're going to stand differently. Hmm. If you're trying to be very passive and a little bit light, right then all of a sudden and you, the colors of your clothes are sending these signals. Hmm. Your physical posturing is also sending these signals. Hmm. So freckles, haircuts, all that stuff. everything has an effect. It's these subtle it's the subtle aggregates that that's the, that's the thing that I am more enamored by, I guess. You because know, well, like, this is part of your practice. This is a part of the practice, man. Yeah,
0: and what and wh- um, so how do you how did you get involved in doing this? Because I know you're a rolfer yeah. and you you work with people one on one in your like. Do you do more body work? Do you do more movement therapy? And how how did this all start? Where did you? What's your background?
1: Well, like the the real starting point, and I won't go overly detailed because we only have an hour. But um, my Dad started like he started like smoking crack and all sorts of random things when I was a little guy, and little guy isn't like like fifteen sixteen, and uh that led to me. My when you say story. He's smoking
0: crack, you really literally oh like hardcore okay
1: yeah it. yeah like real bad like went okay. to prison oh like, wow yeah like, wow. like 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 end of times type hardcore okay got it um and a product of that. I, and this maybe is like the beginning of my fascination with all these subtle details that affect our, our physical positioning and you know all that, um, but a part of that, i pretty sure I started s- just stacking muscle on my body as a means of defense you know so mm-hmm. I got really into bodybuilding and I was shaving my body like a seal and you know and mm-hmm. spray on tan and get you know doing competition stuff and like mm-hmm. doing the whole thing and uh, i pretty sure that was my defense mechanism. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you're feeling insecure with your home, Mm -hmm. you know, you have the chance of either like self-destructing or battening down the hatches. Yep. And you batten down the hatches. Batten down the hatches. Yep. Right. You know, and so that 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 led into so at the same time, high I was, school,
0: college, yeah, like what is, time, time? This period? is high school. High school.
1: Yeah. Okay. So at the same time, I, I got like my NSCA certification or ACE certification, or whatever, I started a personal training. Mm-hmm. And so I started working with clients. I was 16 years old in high school. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, I was it was to me at that moment. It was feeling like, OK, what's the value you can provide? Because you need to provide some freaking value right now.
0: When um, where were you? Where, Where did you grow up? Pennsylvania. OK. Wow. Yeah. So you were working as a personal trainer from the time you were 16 (laughs) holy crap
1: yeah yeah that's the first time
0: I've ever I've ever heard of anybody starting that soon
1: yeah that's amazing such a a gift man Hmm. you know now you look back like uh, the same guy I was talking to you about a second ago he was mentioning like his he grew up in this like Korean household and they had 12 kids and they were like the back of the car there was a hole in the bottom and you could see the ground as they're driving Mm -hmm. and both of us were just like yeah like we are so lucky. Yeah. You know, cause you start off with that feeling of having like a little bit of scarcity or awareness of like, okay, like the floor really could fall out at any time. I should probably nice. prepare myself a little bit, right? A, a little bit of that. I think is really healthy because you value all the little things. You value the pennies and you value the small, you know, the people that just gave you a sandwich or like all the little stuff that you could just pass over. Yeah. You know, but then you can get locked in that perspective you know, and it's like scarcity mentality is like a sexy topic to talk about, or at least I hear it talked about a lot. And then we get locked in that, and again, it's a practice over mm-hmm. and over. Again. Okay, the floor could always fall out, so I'll never be able to relax into my body. Yeah. I'll never be able to re- allow my nervous system to relax. I'm always clenching my sphincters. We have lots mm-hmm. of sphincters, mm-hmm. right? I'm, my my my, uh, my sympathetic nervous system is always on the kind of, hunt. Oh, Fight, flight, or freeze. It's always ready. You know, and so it's if we can start to. Well,
0: were you? Is that the situation you were in when you were in high school? Is it? Were you in that? Probably.
1: I don't know. Yeah. You know. I, yeah, probably. I'm not sure at hmm. this point. You know, but, but that was. So Did that, you
0: have providing for yourself or your mom or your? Do you no, have brothers or we st- sisters? we were or?
1: still. It wasn't. It wasn't by. I don't want to give myself too much credit. It wasn't like I was like, okay, I'm going to take over and you know I'm right. paying the mortgage on the house or anything. It was just watching everything fall apart right you know and so it's like okay like he's in my mind he was dead you know and so right. and so it's like okay like he's already dead uh, so moms trying to hold it together I've got to get like grades in school or think about college I guess Yeah, you know so it's just a lot so <clears throat> surely that was there was some degree of tension happening there yeah and then that got into um, from I studied psychology in college, mm-hmm. and then from there went to massage school, and so I was kind of just always interested in what the heck's going on in this human organism, mm-hmm. you know. And then went to Rolf School and studied a bunch of acronyms about manual therapy. Tell, and me, a, but
0: tell me about Rolf School because um, I don't know much about it. I've had a, I've had one person do a Rolfing session with me. Um, I don't really remember that much about it. Dude. I I'm actually a massage therapist. When I my first foray into the fitness business was and I got a massage therapy certification. Great. Um but never got more depth than just like a six month course. Yeah. So what 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 is Rolfing and what, what
1: <laughs>
0: if is you your experience
1: to, if you talk to a Rolfer, Rolfing is like everything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Absolutely true. <laughs>
1: Yeah, <laughs> you know, where it's so so. so I, I prefer the term structural integration. Okay. right. So I don't actually wave the Rolfing flag. Um, I, I I use structural integration because Rolfing okay. is the last name of Ida Ida Rolf. Right. You know, and right. so, you know, I do erring more, you know, which is Aaroning. I'm, I'm making that up. But my, my name's oh Aaron. Oh, oh
0: right, 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 right. I'm like, you know, air, so what, how did he air?
1: So to take, I was thinking
0: error, like, no, 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 or, you know, or you're breathing air, yeah, right? airing.
1: So I always find that funny to, to, to fit yourself inside of someone else's box and just carry that box your whole life. Yeah. Right. You know, it's like, okay, cool. Like you're I, Alexandering. Yeah. I'm I'm Lining. Lining. Well, there's already a technique. Called Alexander, Alexander, technique. Alexander technique. Yeah. you can do that. Well, so I say I'm aligning. You know, so aligned Certifications, Align yeah. yeah. Method, and all that stuff. Yeah. You know, so aligned Therapy is the name of my business. Right. You know, and so that's an amalgamation of all the different practices.
0: But you what, know. It, What? It, it, but Rolfing
1: is. Oh, I didn't answer what Rolfing was. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not going to let you I off the hook. Yeah, right. Because <laughs>
0: right. it's something you, you use. Absolutely. But you it's don't, great. you're not like, I'm a
1: Rolfer. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. But so, what,
0: I, what is it, and why, wh- why is it significant?
1: There's actually a whole video about what is Rolfing and no Rolfers don't even know what Rolfing is. But so what Rolfing essentially is for my my depiction of it is structural integration is a better word for it. That's what Ida Rolf called it. Okay. Right? So structural integration organizing your physical structure. Okay. Right? Ida was really fascinated by all the same conversations we're having right now around this physical structure is a representation of how you feel. Okay. Right? Your perspectives on the world, your environment, all that, it's all affecting your physical, the way you hold your physical Tissue, your body. Right. And so she, one of the quotes that Ida said that I, I think is great is, is we work with the body because it's what we can get our hands on. Right. But she was thinking deeper than that. Yeah. You know, so when she was working with someone, originally Rolfing was really notorious for having like these like cathartic, like people crying and screaming and like yeah. deep pressure in the psoas and like, rah. Yeah. yeah. You know, and now it's softened up a lot over the years. You know, it's, just, I think it's just gotten smarter. You know, it's refined a bit, but essentially, rolfing is organizing the structure using slow, sometimes deep, not always deep at all uh, contact, you know, myofascial release, you could call it, with your hands, elbows, whatever it is, mm-hmm. focusing on the connective tissue. That's one of the defining factors from mm-hmm. a structural integrator or a rolfer, or even like, an, like osteopaths are, are, you know, focused on this as well, stacking all the parts. Mm-hmm. Right, so we're thinking about the guy wires connecting the beams of the bridge as opposed to focusing just on the beams themselves. And
0: the beams are, mu- are muscle yeah muscle and bones
1: connective tissue so right. all that stuff so technically everything is connective tissue right <laughs> it is you're right you know, bones connective tissue it's,
0: it's very funny when i first studied physiology <laughs> that was a very interesting like realization like everything is connect everything. what is not connective tissue yeah. tendons ligaments joints blood blood muscles bones it's all connective tissue so when you say so but Rolfing, fascia
1: if you wanted to be specific yeah. myopic fascia, fascia. But if you get stuck in that ligaments, you're still tendons, you're still stuck are
0: those part of that of course. fascia you're talking about oh yeah yeah
1: Okay. Yeah, but fascia fascia specifically is more like the muscular septa, the space between the muscles, okay? That's what we as as structural what integrators. Do you mean between, that's air, right? <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Good <laughs> question. Yeah, so that space in between, it's actually if you, again, Jeopardy. Uh, if you're oh. ever on Jeopardy, glycosaminoglycans, proteoglycans, so essentially like sugary protein snot substance mm-hmm. is what's passing in between our muscles that allows those muscular layers to be able to slide upon each other. Yep. Right. If those muscle layers slide, and this is the same thing, like I have to change the oil in my car right now. So I just got the light that came on. Yep. Right. So if my oil gets crummy, then my car runs less efficiently. Roughly. If my oil, right. if my, if my, my oil runs out, my car dies. Yeah. Yep. Right. You know, so these glycosaminoglycans and you know, all the terms that are the, the, the snotty stuff, that's allowing our our bodies to stay mobile and fluid, Mm -hmm. that's what keeps us alive, right? That's what keeps us mobile, right? And if you start to fall into this state of stasis or stagnation, then disease manifests, pain manifests, disconnection manifests.
0: So how do you and let's see It is there more on rolfing because I think I got it
1: I think I got yeah, it no I mean I'm sure there's a ton more so integration but, is the big thing so once okay. once we create space now we need to integrate okay right so you integrate something that you're really familiar with amongst other things you're familiar with but like a, a freaking squat yeah. squat's super integrational movement if you do yeah. it well right if you don't do it well it's super disintegrational yeah Right, so we're creating. There goes the slice.
0: Yep. There goes the slice. Right. Yeah,
1: so we're creating space in the body with our hands, elbows, whatever it is. Right, and then from there, great, we have the space. Now you need to move so that your movement becomes therapeutic. That right. would be my best efficient definition, definition okay. for any form of positive body work. Right, but Rolfing
0: and, and Rolfing um, and from now that you're mentioned, you're talking about it a little bit more. I'm remembering some of the therapy that I went through when I went, did Rolfing, yeah. and a lot of it was a it was like a partnership. Where, where I'm doing a lot of the moving of my joints or my muscles or my arms or my legs, but the therapist was putting me in various positions that, that caused me to move in the way that he wanted me to move. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, it's, so put the joint where it belongs or put the tissue where it belongs and then call for movement. Since you got me on like a Rolf kick, that's another Ida Rolf quote. Okay, right. So that's something that's uh, again as a CrossFit instructor, what's the main demographic of people in here? Are, there, are We talking about? Well, we're doing
0: no, we're not to? really, not really. No, most of what we're talking to are people who are engaged or have some idea of what the Whole Life Challenge is. Okay, so they're engaged in you know ten minutes of exercise, ten minutes of mobility. They may be CrossFitters. I mean, okay. I, there are a lot of CrossFitters that do that do the Whole Life Challenge, but yeah. they're also you know, I mean pretty much everything across the board
1: yeah so yeah just as far as like what kind of analogies I use but um, you know so CrossFit analogy already been used the put the tissue where it belongs and call for movement that's what you're doing yeah right so if you're Olympic lifting if you are doing literally anything spinning spinning right you put the knee in place right in relation to the hip in relation to the spine now call for movement that's healing okay you know and that's a similar concept with so you're aligned first Got a line first, and then you move. Yeah, then you move, right? So if you start from alignment, and then into movement, you create a foundation that you can build on for the rest of your life.
0: Where do you normally start with people? Like somebody comes in to see you for the first time, and I know this is kind of a maybe a too big of a, it no, might be all. too broad of a question. No, this is a great no? Question. no? okay. Yeah. So you know, somebody comes in to see you, they're complaining in of uh, say a pain in their shoulder. Um, where how do you where, where do you find the most common place that you have to kind of start with alignment and
1: yeah so one of the more potentially kind of like every doctor should be thinking about this every psychologist is already thinking about this every good doctor or good profession you know whatever their profession is is already thinking about this you start with someone at first contact Right, so as soon as they walk in the door for this, for just very literal contact, there's other, you know, phone calls, texts, whatever. But as soon as someone walks in the door, we've started. Yep. yep. Whether or, they know it or not. Whether they know it or not. Right. And that's why that's the most valuable time is because they don't know it. Yep. Yeah. Right. It's once they know it that then, then all of a sudden everything's different. Everything changes. Right. Yeah. So if I okay, let me see your best squat. You know, it's like okay, you're gonna go into all the YouTube videos you've ever seen yep. and you're gonna put that on. Yeah right but as you walk in and you oh you drop your glasses and then i'm like there we are there's right, your squad right, 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 that's right, that's right. it that's what we're working with mm-hmm. right so that would be where the, the session starts for me that's where like the main evaluation starts watching them walk out of their door coming up to the room hmm. right seeing you just watching their, them breathe be, feeling how a person feels do they feel tense yeah right right how do they speak what's their what's the, the tonality of their voice how fast are they talking all that's all those are indicators of what's happening in their, you know, their limbic nervous system, mm-hmm. like the reptilian mind. That's I'm
0: starting the- to wonder what you're evaluating about me right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think you're extremely attracted to me.
0: <laughs> Am I wrong? Am I wrong? <laughs> Like, has he been doing this? Has he been doing this analysis on me since he walked in my door? We're both,
1: we're both doing it on each
0: other, <laughs> right? Right. I mean, but you're a little that's more conscious the, of it thing. than I am.
1: Well, I just, I just put language on it, right? right. <laughs> it doesn't mean I'm any better or worse. I just we all do we, all do. we
0: all do it because we interact in the world. That's we that. have to, right? Yeah.
1: You know, so everyone that you talk to that's ever been good at. You know, business is an easy example, because being good with your business is being empathetic with what other people want, yeah. and being able to connect with other people that you know, want to support you, yeah right The way that you do that, people want to support themselves, right so if you can be like that person but not too much like that person, yeah, then all of a sudden we develop rapport, yeah yeah right, so we start off as we come through you know and again, you can do this by choosing the clothes that you wear, choosing the posture that you take on, choosing the tonality of your voice, all that stuff mm-hmm. right so i I'm, I'm in the weeds, I don't actually know what I was talking about we're,
0: we, were talk- we were talking we were talking about movement and getting started with someone, so oh, you were talking yeah, about evaluating yeah, yeah. somebody when they first walk in there, yeah, door so and-
1: that's like the bigger nebulous kind of like the grander meta conversation of getting started with somebody, but then from there, I, I do watch them squat
0: but where do you where do you see people having the most regular, the regular recurring dysfunction? Or is there, is there something? Dude.
1: Is it hips? Yeah, absolutely. Is it
0: ankles? Is it shoulders? Is it something else that I'm not even aware of?
1: Yeah, so so the magical thing is, is dysfunction anywhere is dysfunction everywhere. So you could say oh, it's definitely overpronation of the feet. Oh, it's definitely valgus knees being like dropped in the inside, kind of like knock knees. Oh, it's definitely gluteal disengagement. Oh, it's definitely hyperkyphosis for, you know, hunchy spine. Yeah. They're all the same thing. <laughs> right, you right. collapse You're the have foot. To that.
0: <laughs> you collapse. It's a the, chain. It's a you, chain. Right. So yeah. if
1: you collapse the foot, then the knee drops in. You drop the knee in, then all of a sudden the glutes start. Wh-
0: which to, came first, the knee or the foot? It, it doesn't matter. Oh, okay, interesting. Right. So it, So okay. Yeah. You know, or no, maybe, right.
1: maybe it does matter, and those are kind of the more subtle conversations that I don't yeah. necessarily know or care to know you know then there's a certain degree of um you know you watch the people move you see what their movement patterns look like and feel like and people like we mentioned Kelly Starrett, mm-hmm. he's an empathetic guy very much very yeah. much
0: he's doing a, he does a lot of what you're talking he about he does a lot of without this stuff talking about you know without. and he's
1: very brute strong mobility what all that and he also taps into this stuff and yep. when you talk to him personally you're like oh you're like really tapping into this stuff right right so there's a, a lot of the people that we you know come to respect and such and they're they're like no woo woo fluff mm-hmm. you know and they're just keeping it to like hard codifiable language when you talk to them and you sit with them, you're like oh like you're following your intuition a lot yeah right it's just harder to, to describe that you know and so as far as like what came first i think there is a certain level of if you can really be still with somebody which what the heck does that mean but be able to just like feel into somebody mm-hmm there's a way of kind of allowing yourself to be guided to work with them. And I'll like stop, you know, at that. <laughs> but, but then, but back to like more tangible, tangible question stuff. If the foot drops in, structurally speaking, structurally engineering, then the knee is going to drop a bit. Right. 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 You know, and then if the knee drops in a bit, then the glutes are going to start to disengage, right? Because mm-hmm. that's medial rotation. Mm-hmm. External rotation or rotating outside is going to engage the butt. Right. Right. If the right. butt disengages... Now the lower back has freedom to move all over the place and it's Mm -hmm. not stable, right? Now disc herniation has a greater potential of manifesting, right? Right, so it's like what came first, chicken or the egg? Like, it doesn't really matter. Right. All I know is this is what I'm seeing. We need to put all this together.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Do you start uh, bottom up? Ida Rolf would, you know, from what she said, so the, so the, 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 the recipe, the ten session recipe that she broke down, she starts with the breath. Right. Mm-hmm. So you start with the engine. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if the if the if the viscera or the organs and lungs and the heart and all that stuff is in a place of wound up. Right. Right. Sympathetic fight flight freeze type yep. one of those reflexes. Yep. Then what are you gonna do with the plantar fascia? It doesn't right. matter. Right.
0: <laughs> because the minute you're done working on the plantar fascia,
1: yep. you're gonna leave and you're gonna breathe and it's all locked up. Yep. Yeah, so so she she's a smart lady you know she was tapping into some again talking about like this intuitive stuff she was tapping into a lot of intuitive stuff backed by lots of reading and science and yep. discovery and you know interviews talking to people yeah you know it's that's when your intuition is the strongest I think when you can back it with that strong right. foundation, right. now I trust your intuition right right but it's it's the person that's just all intuitive and all fluid flow whatever that's never read a book right I'm like I'll probably try to find the person that does both. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> right, because you need a little bit of. There's, there's no credibility with somebody like that.
1: Yeah, so
0: you need some of that cred.
1: Yeah, you know. So I'll, I'll intentionally sometimes <clears throat> drop some of these like Jeopardy words, but right. I'll intentionally make fun of myself as I do it. Right. <laughs> you know, because you don't need to know the word. Right. Right. But I know the word. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Right. That's cool. I like that. I like that. You know, and I think that that's, that's, as we're communicating to each other, that's the big thing. It's developing this rapport. It's like, okay, he knows the stupid word, you know, so I'll kind of listen in a little bit more. And now I can go on this journey and start to get more out of it.
0: So tell me, how could someone explore this or experiment with this? On their own, without having do they does it do they have to go to see someone? Do they have to come see you or fly to Los Angeles to make book an appointment? Or can they experiment with some of the things that you do on their own and make some either realizations about what's wrong or maybe even make some changes?
1: Yeah, seeing a one on one coach I think is one of the most um, helpful things a person can do. If the coach is great, yeah, right. If the coach isn't great, you're gonna they're potentially gonna put their own problems on you. Right.
0: (laughs) So if you're programming, if the stuff you're doing starts to look a lot like what your coach does. And your coach is broken. Right. Maybe. Or even if your coach is not broken, they're different than you. Yeah. Right. right. It shouldn't look the same. Yeah. Perhaps you might look for someone else. Yeah. 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 Look around and see, you know, you know, so, so
1: I think we we in this like Internet age where there's so much information, we have to be, you know, extra extra cautious i guess or aware of what we're what we're investing ourselves into but yeah starting off basic fundamentals of um you know just learning the basic fundamentals of how to squat correctly how to hip hinge correctly you know what does a neutral spine even mean right those are not complicated concepts
0: no but they're that they're not easy to learn
1: right because we're so far cause away you, from it.
0: Because you have to learn how to feel it. Yeah. And that's the thing that, I mean, I think people are obsessed by mirrors and they're obsessed by looking at things. Yep. The problem is when you go out in your real life, there are no mirrors. Sure.
1: But and the mirror can be a good coach for yes, a moment. This is absolutely. one of the qualms I actually have with, with uh, gyms, CrossFit is what I was going to say, but they, they gyms don't, they that don't, don't do have mirrors. mirrors. Yeah. I, I love a good mirror. Right. Maybe it's like, you know, it's my own ego talking or whatever, but but I find a mirror to standing, be really helpful.
0: You're not standing and posing in front of the mirror. Well, you're using the mirror for see education at. and yeah. learning and focus. and. So
1: you can coach yourself.
0: Because you, even me, you know, when I do a good morning... I've been coached to the gym when I'm doing a bent over row for example we had bent over rows the other day in the gym and you know I was I know what it feels like to have an elongated spine I know what it means to keep my sternum away from my pubic bone I know what you know I know what it means to be bent over and feeling it in my hamstrings but I'm using two 45 pound dumbbells and I'm doing bent over rows of these things and I'm in the middle of a workout and the coach comes over to me Chippy comes over and says hey dude Extend, extend, you know, and and it's a great reminder. And that's where a mirror, if you don't have that coach, is so it's such a good thing, not a a negative thing.
1: The mirror should be a separate location of the gym. Right. You know, if the gym has no mirror, in my opinion, it's missing a mirror. You know, (laughs) maybe get a mirror somewhere. Yep. Because if you don't have a great coach sitting beside you and you don't have enough proprioception to actually feel what is Right. Right. Then you're and even probably you, doing the if, same. Even crap. if you
0: do, if you're if you're pushing the your limits, if you're pushing beyond what you're capable of doing, yeah, your your body's going to break down, and it's good to have a reminder. Yeah. So yeah, I, I I get the case for mirrors. I think one of the things that one of the reasons why we've never had one at CFLA is we do so much, we spend so much time developing internal feeling. Mm-hmm. The world is kind of obsessed by mirrors. And we do so much yeah. time doing movements that ha- occur so fast that if you, if you spend time looking in the mirror when you're doing an Olympic lift, right. you've missed the lift. You've missed everything. You can't look at the mirror. You can't correct fast enough yeah. to keep up with the speed that you need to move. Yeah. So, you know, um, that's where we use coaches. And, uh, but I would agree with you. I would agree that, that mirrors can serve really, really good um, one-on-one coaches.
1: Yeah, it's just a tool. Videotape yeah. yourself right it's not a thing right. you know like there's so many people where you, you look at yourself from the back like if I see myself from the back I'm like who the hell is that guy <laughs> That's right. like, what an asshole I don't like right. anything about it right you know, like, <laughs> we gotta figure this out he's unrecognizable who yeah. so is that <laughs> is that me what yeah. his back's all stiff his shoulders are all rolled forward yeah, like right. all these things like in my mind I'm like oh yeah like I'm doing alright right you know then you see yourself from the back it's like what is going
0: on it's like the first time you listen to yourself on a recording right <laughs>
1: You know, so that would be something that I would recommend is is, is uh, as far as like where to get started, just set your cell phone up and just take a picture of yourself picking something up off the ground, you know, doing uh, all the exercises that you're doing, you know, the ones that you consistently do have a little video of yourself doing it. You learn so much, right. you know, and right. you get that from snowboarders or like any type of kind of like creative extreme athletes you know or most you know most things i can think of once you see yourself you can just oh you can take all of that download Mm -hmm. and bring that into the next time you're doing that Mm. indie back whatever you know whatever the thing you're you're hucking yourself off of you're like oh okay i see right that thing right you know so just it's just having that continual feedback is just so important yeah right that's that's the value of having a good coach
0: right yeah. So, um, okay. So mirror or videotaping yourself, what are some other things people can do, um, to raise their level? Cause one of the things we were talking about earlier and even before we started recording was how a big part of your practice is in the movement between the movement Yeah, is in the, in the, you know, how you turn the door and handle. You were saying that's like a jujitsu and <laughs> pulling in with a gi, um, how you get in and out of your car. Yeah those are things that most people don't go through their life, even conscious that they're doing, they just do it. Right. So how do you, how do you help people make those connections? How do you help? What do you do? What do you do with clients to do that? And how would you recommend people do that?
1: Yeah. I was just, I had mentioned to you, I just, um, spoke at the low carb conference. so Uh there's like, Something like a thousand people or so sitting, sitting, all sitting down, like everyone in broken positions. Right. <laughs> Everybody, right. you know, and I had the opportunity. What is to bring, it,
0: what, what you, when you say broken positions, just what does that mean to you?
1: Well, so not, so I'm kind of in a broken position right now.
0: Okay. Got it. I yeah. am. I am too then.
1: Yeah, yeah. 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 So, so a stacked position would be if you load weight through my head, I can distribute that straight down to my sit bones. Okay. Right, you know, and if you load weight, and I'm standing, and you load weight through my head, I can boom, straight down to my feet. Got it. Right, if at any point there's a a break, right, where my say my lumbar spine, I'm, I'm too tilted forward or backward. Yeah. Right, it's not in that nice stacked, even, neutral position. Yep. Right, or my knee is dropped in too much, my foot's dropped in too much, or my spine's in this broken shrimp position right then i stack that way and boom that's there's going to be a blowout that's a broken position so
0: do you i mean if we're talking about sitting and watching somebody speak and you say you're sitting on the were they sitting on the floor or sitting in chairs
1: all chairs yeah yeah all chairs yeah so floor and they'd, people, be, they'd be figuring it out a little more hopefully if they had blocks you need a block right most and, people well,
0: so let's so you're, you're sitting in chairs do you do you think that the right way and i'm using quotes in my fingers yeah. to to do it is to always be stacked I mean, is that really? No, no, no. no. Okay, no. so it's not you're not assessing good and bad. You're just saying no, they're in these broken positions,
1: yeah, which is just the way they're sitting. Yeah, it's not a moralistic thing. It's just what you want. Okay. right? You
0: want to be stacked.
1: I do. At all times. Whatever you're into. Per, but, you're not per, stacked,
0: but you're not stacked now, and you seem pretty relaxed so, and so okay. Check,
1: so check it out. I'm, I'm actually, technically, as I'm doing this, there's, this, is, this, is, this is by design. Um, so I put a pillow between my thoracic spine here
0: right it's my little American flag
1: pillow little American flag yeah yeah, America right so I put a pillow back here yeah okay you know and so I'm actually keep intentionally keeping myself up so I'm kind of like opening up my diaphragm opening up my lungs trying to keep myself if you loaded weight from my head down through the seat at this angle I'd be pretty darn close to stacked yeah right? And so this is this isn't an inherently better or worse position. It's just setting you up for organization when you need right, it. Right. Right. Right? So if we are continually practicing this in quotation the broken position, it's not broken. It's just another position. Yeah. Right? If I were to like hard like this is broke, it's not that it's broken. Right? It's just if you were to get loaded right now, you'd break. Be, right, right. Right. It's funny
0: because I I notice the more and more conscious I get of my posture, and you know, it's, this has been a 25-year journey for me, and I'm still learning. I mean, I'm, I feel like a neophyte. You know, a lot of times when I'm peeling layers of the onion, and I'm like, "Holy crap! There's more layers." Oh yeah, there's 300 more layers. And Then you die, right? Yeah. Um, yeah no, I'll be sitting in front of my laptop working, and and I mean, I, I don't know how many 20 times in a day, I'll feel myself. I'll be here, and then I'll I'll be like, "Oh, okay, here now we're back," and I'm and I'm just extending my thoracic spine, and it's so unconscious getting back to this position and it happens 20 times 30 times 40 times in a day so it it's um it's interesting
1: yeah so that so that position the in quotation broken position is the is the absolute archetypal position that we are educated in right, right? so as you're growing right. up like that is the position of a Everybody. of a student yeah right so yep. you start off you know you see little guys like little kids little guys and girls running they run beautifully right then all of a sudden you're bound to a desk right desk bound another uh, start reference right you're bound to a desk for X amount of years now all of a sudden things start happening your posterior chain starts shortening up hamstrings glutes start to disengage you're you're crushing all that beautiful tissue around the pelvis Day after, day after floor day after day, and, and
0: your, your your straight shot down the center of the fairway yeah. is now starting to curve to the left. Yeah,
1: yeah so You don't really see it. And now the, the, the really sad thing is, is you do see it with kids, right? So if you yes. ask kids if they're experiencing pain, they're like, oh, of course not. Ask some kids if they're experiencing pain. See what you get, right? Kids yeah. are experiencing pain, right? Like, oh, I got this neck. Oh, my neck's always, they're just accepting that as like, that's just that's what normal. it is. Right. Daddy's neck hurts. Mommy's neck hurts. Yeah. My neck hurts. Yeah. Right, oh. that's, that's, that's because you're in a broken mold, right? So if you give a damn about yourself or your family or whatever, it would behoove all of us to really look at the mold that we're in, mm-hmm. right? And really step back and say, okay, just because I bought this chair and it cost $1,200 and it's like the best chair when it's made with mahogany and leather, or whatever, mm-hmm. it's still putting me in a defeated, depressed Broken in quotation position.
0: I can't remember the last time I was in a movie theater that did not put me in a broken exactly. position. Well,
1: I these mean, are cushy. These are it, nice. It, 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 it annoys you gotta, you feel like me garbage. to
0: no end because I'm constantly I'm here.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean I'm in this rounded, thoracically caved in position. No matter, I mean the most beautiful theater in the world. They don't have the cushion to put in your, in your lumbar yeah. spine or in your middle, of your back. They don't yeah. help you extend. Yeah, it's one of my pet peeves.
1: Yeah, so it's looking at it as it's not, again, not a moralistic good or bad thing. It's like you could look like Katie. I think you might have mentioned Katie Bowman um, before we recorded. Right. So she calls it nutritious movement. Right. Right. So starting to look at your movement, everything that you do, kind of like a vitamin or a mineral. Right. Right. So if I am doing excessive amounts of vitamin, you know, a fat-soluble vitamin, you know, vitamin, what's A, D, E, K, right? So one of those guys, right, that's not a C or a B, that's something you can kind of piss out, Mm -hmm. if I do an excessive amount of that, I start toxifying my liver, toxifying my body, right? So that's what we're doing with our movement, right? We're going to the, we're now to the point where, man, you can't process all this stuff out. Right. you you really need a good nutritionist to start adding in this nice full balance yeah. of movement right a movement nutritionist yeah. right <laughs> someone that right. understands how to really create a holistic movement diet hmm. right so that, that we, we become obsessive over thoracic extension we become obsessive over supination supination being you know the opposite of the foot collapsing in yeah. that's broken too right right you need to somebody have both somebody with flattened feet yeah, we, we we need so we 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 have a feeling now that like okay, any type of forward, you know, forward head or any type of uh kyphosis of the spine is bad. No, kyphosis is fine. Kyphosis being the forward flexion like mm-hmm. the, you know that that part. Right. I know you know but for, yeah, 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 for everybody yeah. else. Yeah. You know, but so that's okay. It's not bad. It's just that's all you've ever done. Right. Right? So now you need to balance yourself out and just balance the scales. You have 55 pounds of sand on, on the hyperkyphosis side and you have zero ounces on the thoracic extension side. Right. We need to work with that. Right. It's the same thing everywhere else. It's like a nutritional thing.
0: Yep. Hmm. So how, how can people become more aware of this movement between movement? How do they, without having to spend you know, like me, I feel like I'm a slow study. It's taken me 25 years. And now I'm finally waking up to the fact that every time I sit in front of my laptop, I'm kyphotic. Um, how, what, what kind of things do you give and have people do that helps them wake up? Because they can't always be with you. I mean, they're they're with you an hour a week or an hour, maybe three times a week. Yeah. How, how do you, how do they do that? How do you do that? Well,
1: uh, there's lots of good. We've we've referenced. You know, Katie Bowman's great. Kelly it's great. Great Cook's great. Um, Doctor Stu McGill's great. Well, no, I great, don't
0: mean other re- ref resources.
1: Well, I'm, I'm I'm about to get into the re- the resource that I that I have. Oh, gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. Okay, you know. Cool. So there's. So I'm just saying. There's a lot of resources. I have a resource as well. You know. So I just put together a uh, six week program for people. Okay. Right. So six weeks to alignment. Great. Yeah. Great. You know, so starting up. So it's a the, course.
0: It's kind yeah. of a video, like yeah, a so video online, online, online course. Program. Yeah. Oh, so awesome. So it's going
1: gonna, it's gonna to be released in uh, either end of September or the first of October. Okay. Yeah. And then, uh, so that's so that's the big thing is I get questions all the time of like, okay, Aaron, so this comes like so naturally to you. I'm like, well, right. first of all, it doesn't. It, right. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's been a life since you were 16. It's been a freaking right? journey. Let me yeah. tell you. And, and, you're, I'm still and you're not, not eighteen. And you're not eighteen. Yeah, right. You know, <laughs> and I'm, I'm, st- I'm still. And I'm still not done. Is the right, thing, right? You know, I have. I still have people blow my mind. Right. Just this week, I had somebody blow my mind. You know, where I'm like, oh my god, I have been crushing my body right. for so long, and I just never had someone tell me that. Oh, dude, did you realize that you're doing you're doing a little bit too much supination with your foot? Like so that actually someone huh. took a video huh. of my calcaneal tendon, uh-huh. right? So that to the, the Achilles you've, heel, you've over
0: you've over pulled, yeah, yeah. overcorrected, yeah.
1: So I'm I'm in, I'm in here. It's like come on, run, squeeze the butt knees out, right? And then he's like, dude, I, you're trying really hard. You're doing a great job, right? Got a lot of gluteal engagement. It's nice, right? But just look at your look at your Achilles heel here, or Achilles tendon, right? And he, I'm like I'm like, what do, what do you mean? He Takes a video of it. I'm like, dear God. <laughs> That's not mine. That's not <laughs> mine. No, that's not me. <laughs> right? You know? <laughs> you know, and so that's, yeah. and so it's, it's that process. Yeah. You know, it's like, I'm still on the journey. The yeah. stuff I'll probably listen to this interview in 10 years. Well, I don't know. We'll see. But, you know, whatever. Like, if I hear, I'll Did probably. I really say that? Oh my yeah. I'll be God. like, oh, my oh. God. You know, so it's like, walk beside me. Yeah, right. <laughs> right.
0: So it's really a matter of, 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 of being um, aware we're yeah, learning how to be aware start learning even
1: yeah yeah hmm. yeah you know and then so so the the 6 weeks to alignment program like that's that's kind of getting into all of these questions you know yeah. and by the yeah. end of it if you don't understand 100% what aligning your movement on a situational basis is then whatever get your money back you know like like then we didn't do it but i need to change it to make that be the thing yeah you know so that's that's the end goal of that
0: how how have you seen your life change as, as a result of the work you've done? Like how w- how has alignment manifested itself in your life to give you a better a, a better worse whatever better life? Like what's what's different? What's improved?
1: I think relationships is a big one, man. You know, so so I will notice myself having again. This is stuff that I've put language to. I think everyone notices this though, but I'll notice myself having some degree of resistance around individuals that I feel will like bring me down Hmm. you know and so if you're around someone that kind of has this oh like woe is me and oh my god like this excuse of why this happened and that and that you'll see that in their body before they start talking Hmm. (laughs) right you don't need them you don't need the words we only receive words like they say 7% is 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 through actual words yeah right then it's you know 30 odd percent tonality the rest of it's body language yeah Right so just being aware of that being a more vigilant witness of those around you hmm. is huge right so I've traveled f- like all over the place I've like backpacked and you know hitchhiked and you know all these random cool. excursions all of, you know Africa and Europe and Asia and places and in those experiences I've never had an issue Right. And I'm like sleeping on people's porches. Like doing some like random places you
0: didn't know where you were sleeping that night.
1: Oh you just absolutely showed up. Yeah. I did a seven month motorcycle trip throughout Mexico and Central America and I had nothing but like a hammock. By yourself? Half of it with a buddy, half of it by myself. Wow. Yeah, you know, so everyone's telling you, like, oh, do you gonna
0: speak? Cut your- do you speak Spanish? I mean, did you? Were yeah, you were able to- yeah, yeah.
1: I speak Spanish. Okay, so I okay. didn't speak Spanish when I started. Wow. Yeah. Really? <laughs> that's good, right? Are you serious? <laughs> that's adaptability. Wow, that's, yeah, that's amazing. A, oh, yeah, <laughs> it takes a lot of courage. Yeah, and, and, until you do it, then it's and and, no willing, big deal. and willingness, yeah, to to. You
0: know, to get
1: it wrong, I guess. Yeah, you know, like, Right, exactly.
0: I wonder what getting it wrong looks like. You yeah. didn't
1: get it you didn't get it wrong. I got it wrong lots of times. <laughs> it's the it's the repeated it's the repeated getting it wrong.
0: Right? But you're here.
1: I'm here. You're here. No you're one alive. cut my belly open and fill it up with cocaine as I was I was right. promised. Right. Oh really? That oh, was yeah. yeah, are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, they're gonna no, yeah, they, they they use your belly, it's like a sack and they fill it with cocaine and then they ship you to Guatemala. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, Mom no, my mom was cool about it. Actually, she was like, "Wow." She was like, "Her." The first thing when I told her because it was this was planned like a week and a half before we left, so we like we bought we we bought motorcycle. It was just like because I was like twenty years old, so okay, it was God. it was like I didn't have a lot going a on, ago. you know. So so it was like, it was like uh, you're like, "Yeah, dude, let's like go to Patagonia." You know, so that was that was was this summer vacation? Like you were home from college or something? No, this was between. So I took a break before going to college, Um, and so I was I lived in Hawaii for a while. I lived in Hawaii for like four or five years, Uh and then I went back to the Northwest and been saving my saving my monies or whatever, and you know had like twelve grand saved up or something. You Uh know, was enough to buy a motorcycle and feel at at least adequate enough that like okay, if I do nothing for money or whatever, like twelve grand will last me you know a while you'll make it i'll make it yeah yeah you know and so uh yeah it was kind of like just like a wild hair type idea wow and then we're like oh f yeah like let's do that you know and so it's kind of the same thing you do like with you know someone challenges you you challenge back kind of thing Mm -hmm. you know so you're like okay like yeah like is there anything stopping us from doing this no 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 okay let's just do it (laughs) that's right (laughs) Yeah. let's stop even looking for things
0: to yeah. stop us right. and, then you,
1: and then you finally start you know and I, I remember like super super vividly like I mean it wasn't as dramatic as it was in my eyes but we were at the Mexican border and we got in at night and I was like bum because I definitely didn't want to arrive in uh, Tecate like the beer yep. The, yep. The, the, the town the border town there uh, I didn't want to arrive at night you know and we arrive and it's like I you know, like, no hablo nada like I was like all I know is to ask where the baño is yep. you know yep. and, and so I'm like I'm like, oh God, like all the stress. I'm looking down at the town and the lights are glowing and I'm sure people are just shooting each other. Yeah, you right, know? <laughs> Like right. just getting drunk and fighting.
0: All the typical American Everything ideas that you just of-
1: know is happening. Right, right, right. And then you get down there and it's like the nicest people in the world.
0: Right.
1: And right. like, oh, this is what I was bracing myself for. Huh. Perfect.
0: So you were, you were, you, we got on that topic because you were talking about the benefits you've seen in your life from the alignment work that you've done.
1: Yeah, communicating with people.
0: Wow because i it's so, it's so interesting to hear you say that because it's it's it feels like such a distant i see how they're connected but it feels so distant to me i would never consciously uh, up until this conversation i would never have put those things together i really i mean really it's a very brand new concept to me i mean it, it's really i'm like i'm you're you're blowing my mind <laughs>
1: follow along in the podcast that's where i repeatedly blow my own mind and get my mind blown yeah no every i'm I just mean, like I, what I, oh my god everything i thought isn't
0: true i mean who who has ever said that the the biggest thing they got out of physical training or you know aligning their bodies was relationships yeah exactly. it's like what
1: what else do you need you know there's like the 75 year old whatever years it is now it's probably older than that now um call it 77-year-old, just because that was probably a couple of years ago they read that, uh, study in Harvard, where they followed people since they were little guys, like, like children's, and followed their whole entire life. right? So from being born to like age 80, or whatever they are now. Mm-hmm. And what they found was the healthiest people were the people that had community, and they had relationships, and they had people that needed them right so having that feeling of like okay cool what am i doing today well i have this podcast because i'm helping people with it right and i have my family they love me they care about me they need me then i'm gonna go have a beer with my buddy we're gonna talk about like that's having those relationships that are really valuable you really care about like i'll die for type thing right those that's 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 the fountain. That's another
0: fountain of youth. Okay, so but okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it back into yes, a little was, less that off ethereal. That's off the deep. Part, yeah, no, it's it's all good. It's great. Um, but it connects. It does. It does relate. But if you had gone into business, let's say you had gone into cell phone sales, yeah, you could still do that. What you're talking about, I think. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not the same way. And not have done a line therapy. So what's different about aligned therapy? Maybe you couldn't have. Maybe that's maybe that's the difference. But what's how has what you've done in your training since you were 16 years old specifically led to breakthroughs or whatnot for you in your life? And in addition to relationship, and maybe it's maybe I'm asking for more details along the path or something to give me because I feel like there's that. It's almost like saying, "Well, how do you get to Mars? Well, you just blast off." Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. and
0: uh, and I, and I'm, I'm looking for more handles.
1: Yeah, right. Well, shoot, man. I mean, the tangible handles. Oh, you got a you got a peg seat there. Not to change the subject, I do have a peg seat. There you go. Are great. Yeah, because <laughs> so, I don't because
0: my desk doesn't move up and down. Yeah, so I needed a way to be able to relieve some of the the you know I didn't want to always be standing. Right. So this these this thing's great. Yeah. yeah it's a focal. so so
1: that would be a tangible handle that I would potentially look at. I might not be answering your question correctly right now, but, you know, changing your environment, making subtle changes in your environment.
0: Oh, this is the question we talked about before.
1: Yeah. You know, so so that would be a handle of sorts, right? So if you look in your house, just walk into your office right now, right? And look at your chair. If your chair puts you in this broken Broken position position, we're talking about, you either need to get some support for Your back, so you're able to stack your spine. You either need to start sitting on the front edge of that chair or maybe get yourself a peg seat, you yeah. know, or get yeah. yourself another chair that forces you into a position that's a little bit more effective, right? You know, so get yourself a standing desk, right. right? We were talking about attaching a rope to the back of your balcony here, yeah, right? Get yourself a rope attached to the back of your balcony. <laughs> Right, (laughs) if your wife lets you, right, and so now when you and you don't have a ten-year-old, and you don't have a ten-year-old, well, that's another topic as well, Right. Right. right? But so just those little things, and it's like if you have gymnastic rings hanging off your tree in your backyard that you walk under every day you'll start to decompress your shoulders and do some overhead motion. Yeah, right. Right? If it's it's you just need it in front of you.
0: What kind of changes have you seen though as a result of doing the doing the things? What kind of things? Like where were you broken? I guess yeah. that's that's really kind of where were you broken and where have you seen the biggest um, leaps
1: yeah, forward yeah. in your life so both my shoulders have dislocated more times than I can keep track of hmm. probably 20 odd times okay um, I've dislocated my ankle from
0: injury from falling from motorcycle crashes from or
1: bodybuilding from- man wow from wrecking myself with muscles really too much muscles wow yeah you know, so it was it was imbalance of muscles anterior. Yeah, so front.
0: how would a dislocation occur? Would it occur during a set or something? Ice or? hockey
1: was the first time. Wow. Yeah. So I was I was center. I was taking a face off, and I uh, the guy was a little bit smaller than me. So I was like, Oh, I'll just I can just sweep through this guy. No big deal. So I'll just reach under his leg, pick him up pivot and just kick the puck back to my defenseman. Yep. So I do that and my shoulder literally just crunk, 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 just full on, just drops off my body. Wow. Right. And I'm like, oh God, what is this? This right. is not okay. Right. And, you it know? Hurts. and it was just, <laughs> and it hurts. Oh God. You know, and it's just too, it's too much development of the front of my body. Yeah. Right. Right. And so I'm still in the process of starting to balance the scales front to back. Huh. And I still feel revelations in my body on a regular basis. I still have down times as well. Right. But there's still moments like I my body present day is the best it's ever been. Right. And there's a lot of people. I'm not, you know, I'm 30 years old. It's not that big of a deal. But there's a lot of people that are 30 that are not in the best shape they've ever been. The best right. shape they've ever been was when they were 17 and playing high school football. Right. right. <laughs> totally, totally. You know, and, and so so my long term projection plan is when I'm 80 to be in the best shape that I've ever been. Right. You know, right. because if if you're 80 years old. You didn't have 80 years old to break yourself. You had 80 years old to fix yourself, yeah. to unwind all that garbage you got from high school and elementary school and right. insecurities and all that stuff.
0: Right. So you would say, would you say that your thoracic and up are, are really the, the heart of your practice for yourself?
1: No. No, I would say connecting my thoracic and up to my feet. You know, so it can't just be thoracic and up. Right. Isolating in moments is helpful. Yep. Right. Because sometimes it's too complicated to add the whole system in. Yeah. Right. Right. You can't play the whole song. Let's focus on this one chord. Dude, you can't put your fingers in the shape of the E chord. Right. How are you going to play that Santana song?
0: It's very funny. When I first started learning guitar, uh, I th- first of all, I thought it was going to be easy. Like I, I I was a musician growing up. I was a trumpet player and I was a high level trumpet player. I went to the Eastman School of Music for a classical trumpet. It was a, kind of a major thing. I was semi pro. I was playing in dinner theaters and a lot of training sight transposing you know a lot of really great stuff and um, I I gave up the trumpet when I was in college I I discovered fraternities, beer uh, women uh, and and innumerable sports and I just like why would I play the trumpet
1: I quit the violin because I was worried about being gay when I was like fourth in yeah, fourth grade. Yeah, I, I relate. Now to I'm that. like, I relate. you will never get laid more than if you That's play a violin right. at a party. That's right. What were you thinking? That's right. Yeah. What
0: were you thinking? <laughs> so, um, I. Why was I telling you Sorry, that? I interrupted with the Damn it. gay violence. What was I yeah, what was I talking about?
1: I don't you were talking about I don't I don't music, know. Why was I, about music and yeah, but playing the guitar you thought it was. Oh, oh
0: easy. right. So that, so so later on in life, so I, my wife got me a guitar for Christmas one year and I thought, Well, guitar's the instrument that all the everybody played. Yeah. Like in high school, what class did people take? They either took choir or guitar if they had to satisfy a music requirement. Right. So how hard could it be? I mean, They didn't play trumpet. They didn't play flute. They didn't play clarinet. Those were the hard instruments. Guitar. So I had this whole idea, which that got blown out of the water, like almost instantly when I first started to try to play the guitar. But um, uh, I remember one of the first lessons I ever took with the teacher. He was actually a client at the gym. John Story um he i said well john you know i you know i was a musician all my life i'm you know i'm not a beginner at all but yeah i might be just the beginning thing but i i want to jump right into bar chords i mean like you know you shouldn't be able to do that i and he he kind of he didn't you know to his credit he didn't like laugh at, laugh me out of the room which i might have done cuz it was it's one of the most ridiculous things i now that i know guitar it's one of the most ridiculous things i've ever said um and uh, he he started teaching me scales. He's like, okay, here's a here's a two octave scale from the E string, and here's a two octave scale from the A string. Here are the patterns, and here's what I want you to work on. And I'm like, yeah, but what about the bar chords? Oh oh, don't worry, we'll get to those. And so I just took his coaching, and it's been at least eight years, and I'm just now bar chording, nice. and, and and I mean not I'm not bar chording as confidently as I do open chords or as confidently as I can play scales. But um, my hands know, now have the strength. They have the dexterity. They have the, you, like you said, you, you can't just go, you can't just connect the upper with the lower before you know even what the upper is doing.
1: So I know exactly what you mean. If it starts from, from being broken. Right. If you never broke, then you can just yeah. do that your whole life. Yeah, right. Right but it, yeah so we start from such a disassociated place I mean if you're sitting in a if you're in mold, sitting in a chair you're yeah. going to be broken you're it's, in the process of disassociating. Yeah, but you can sit in a chair fantastically Right right so you like the chair there's nothing wrong with a chair you know and like what what is it uh, Peter Levine I think no Peter Levine's another guy anyway so Peter, Peter Levine also he it's uh, looking to Peter Levine he's he's writes some great books as well but the guy okay. that came up with um, sitting is the new smoking some of what I that is. anyways, whatever, that's not important. <laughs> <laughs> so sitting is the new smoking. I don't agree with that. Right? Sitting in a lotus position in a yoga, right. you know, or right. on a side of a mountain is not the new smoking. It's one of the healthiest things you can do. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So if you can stack yourself in a chair, no big deal. You know, maybe right. you throw in yeah. some compression socks, right? Maybe yeah. make sure you're getting up every fifteen minutes. Don't do it eight hours a day. Right. I mean, okay. You know, but it's but the, we we get these really strong taboos around certain things. Yeah, it's the same thing when you fly a plane. I don't know if you've flown a plane before, but you're you're holding the the you know the the wheel or you know whatever you got, you're holding the wheel and you want to go left, and all of a sudden you go, oh god, we gotta go. And then you go, oh, it's too much. Yeah, right. Go, go, go right, right. right Overcompensating, over right. yeah. Right? Yeah. But what you do is you just give it a little bit, and then all of a sudden the plane catches the air, and then you move. Mm-hmm. But it's that moment where it hasn't quite caught yet, mm-hmm. right? you kind of have to let its sailboat do the same thing. You right. got to get right. just a little bit, and then, oh, okay, it'll catch up. Yeah. Right? Cool. so we do that with all these same things. We become dogmatic about. Everything we're like dogma hmm. machines because we just want to identify with something.
0: Well, it's interesting because I I think about my ten year old son and I think about you know he's in the process of becoming broken. He just is. He's in the he's in the process at all. We can kids, change it. We could we could. I I always wonder what's the cost of trying to change it. You know, like what's the cost to his just being a normal kid. You yeah, know, like right. like like everyone else. You know, like um. I want to allow him the freedom and the flexibility to be who he is and to learn to be who he is. Now, you know, he's got tight hamstrings. He's got kyphosis. He can't bend over and touch his toes. He's he's also a soccer player and a baseball player. So he's got real reason to develop those things. And at the same time, I'm sensitive to the fact that I'm his dad. And I know a lot of things that a lot of people don't know. And how much do I want to push? How much do I want to make
1: him... We can't make. Things. Right. We just have to present options. Right.
0: Which, which I do just by demonst- by he's being just who I following am.
1: Following you. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, that's the the kids that do the best in fitness tests. I read this thing where the people that did the best in fitness tests were the the kids that had parents that practiced fitness. Oh, that's
0: interesting. Because he's always the fittest kid on the team. Yeah. I mean, it's very funny. You're right. Yeah. Like, right. I, 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 he's yeah. just following. And Dad. and it's not because I'm doing workouts with him. People think no. that oh well he of course Dashell's the he fittest care kid. About that. We're not doing crossfit he workouts. He's never never wanted to do crossfit. I've tried to get him to do crossfit. He won't do crossfit. Yeah. But um, CrossFit's too linear for him. Yeah, right.
1: right. Right. He wants to play, he wants to dance, Absolutely. he wants to climb trees, he wants we to just, do all that We stuff.
0: just played two hours of tennis yesterday and he's really kind of digging tennis right now. So yeah.
1: that's great too. Yeah, it, all those things challenge challenge the brain yeah. in different ways. Yeah. You know, so if all you're doing is, is grinding, if all you do is grind movements, right? <laughs> you know and that's all all you you're do building tension kind of you know yeah. but but you're never really getting into creativity the same way right right so in a sport in dancing partner dancing okay whoa your hip moved a little bit Oof, here I go with you right Right, yeah. you know, so you build the person, you build the mind.
0: I like to dance in my CrossFit classes. I mean, exactly. I'm very, I'm yeah, very that's the only CrossFit, CrossFit class worth going to. I'm I very think. strange. I go into the middle of class and I'm in the middle of a work a wad and I'm in recovery and I'm starting to swivel my hips because I had a breakthrough about three years ago when Kenny was uh, was running. Maybe it was five years ago. Shit, we were running our team and. My movement was incredibly linear. I was Mr. Robot Man. Hips didn't move, and we started doing round kicks one day, and he's like, all right, dude, this is the start. Of your and I and I couldn't do round kicks and I couldn't do you know I couldn't really do couldn't move linearly and now it's like it's just so much fun to move and I I still do CrossFit it's great
1: but um, that's why Kenny stays you know he's like a sprightly guy and he moves well yeah because he dances yeah Yeah, well he didn't I don't know how much he's dancing presently but you know it's it's like in his soul it's in his blood it's in his it's in his DNA yeah you know and if it's it's that foundation that's so valuable. And if you just start At a young age At this one thing That's the same thing That happens when you send a kid To some special school For tennis or whatever You break them Yeah Because they do one They don't have any foundation Right. Right So they're better than All the kids for a while Meanwhile, all the other kids are developing you know their, their, their proprioception and their synapses are connecting in this more of a matrix, like an integrated matrix. Meanwhile, your kids just this, has this one path. Yeah. So he kicks their ass for eight years, his ego blows up, and then all of a sudden, everybody starts getting better than him Yeah. because they have, oh, I can go lots of directions. Or, or they decide, like I did, that
0: no, they long, no they longer want to do it. Right. And then they're like, what's next?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but it's that long-term vision. If you, if you can, if you can really nail the fundamentals and the principles, yeah. it always comes back to principles. All the smart people that you talk to, it's always right. like, "What's the most important thing?" The principles. the principles, the foundations. Right. You come back to that. Now all of a sudden, oh, that spills into everything. Right. Right. But if right. you just focused on that one specific movement, that asymmetrical swing, yeah, you're going to be good for a bit, and then you'll break. Yeah.
0: Aaron, I'm just keeping track of time and this is another one of those conversations that I could probably go on for three or four hours. Yeah, this is nice. And um, <laughs> I, I love how easy it is to meander with you. Good. You know, it's very fun, it's very engaging and there's a lot to talk about. Yeah. Um, and yet, we both have appointments. <laughs>
1: I, I secretly looked at my clock. A yeah, few minutes and I, ago. I'm looking.
0: I got a clock right oh, over your left. It's right over your left oh, shoulder, well, so I can well be very, very good. attentive without you yeah, knowing you that I'm being attentive. Yeah, you
1: nailed it. Um, I, I was waiting for your eyes to drift away. Yeah, it's a funny, no. f- another fun body language thing. I try not as to. Soon ever as, do you that. Drift, as soon that. as you drift away, I was like, boom, yep. 12 <laughs> All right, I really got to go. I really got to get out of here.
0: And I don't ha- think you saw me. All right, so if people are interested in seeing your new uh video series or finding yeah. you. you're you all over the place you're all over i mean if you do a quick search for aaron alexander on youtube i mean there's hundreds of videos and you've got 120 or 30 podcast episodes yeah something like that where where are they cataloged where do they go to find you
1: AlignTherapy.com is okay. the hub of everything so A-L-I-G-N Therapy.com okay. and uh, yeah that's all there the other thing Align Podcast so okay. the podcast is the podcast all social media is that and we didn't mention the band the door anchor band oh yeah right it's com- coming out soon yeah. as well it's but a
0: really cool thing that um, Aaron's developed it's a uh, if you've ever used a stretchy band to mobilize at the gym or to hang from some people use them for assisted pull-ups at yeah. the gym um When you're not at the gym, they're very useful, first of all. Uh, Secondly, when you're not at the gym, most people don't have a pull-up bar to hook them to. So this is a way to anchor the door, the the, um, rubber band band, to a door that holds it incredibly securely. And will give you the same kind of functionality the rubber band does, which yeah. it's incredibly useful. So you can start of, uh,
1: decompressing joints and doing yeah. things that you wouldn't, you know, it's what do you call it?
0: The align something? Well, so
1: it just it's it's gonna be for sale next month, so I'm still playing with it. Oh, Either nice. the align band or the mm-hmm. Align body band. I don't know. One of the one of the two. We'll see we'll see how it goes.
0: How about the Aaron band?
1: Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> the Alexander band. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the like, AA band. How about the narcissist band? <laughs> Well, that's too generic. It could anybody could own it. I should stick with the Aaron Band. Yeah, the
0: Aaron Band. <laughs> You're right. I think it's the Aaron Band. <laughs> We just come
1: up with a name, folks. You heard it here first. Yeah. So, so that'll be, that'll be for sale in in the coming month. Probably once this guy goes up. We'll, we'll this is going to go this, quick. Oh, I'm, then that'll be so so. You know what's so funny? Stationary. Sometimes I
0: sometimes I get way ahead of podcasts, yeah. and I have like twenty in the can, and I'm you know three months or four months down the road. And yeah. sometimes, like right now, I've got none.
1: Oh, that's how I squeak so on here.
0: You're going. You just squeak on, <laughs> dude. Yeah, I've got like I got. I always have eight or ten people that I really, really <laughs> want to connect with and talk with, and when I get like. When I get to a place where I'm like, oh my god, who's going to be on the podcast this week? I usually go to the people that I that I can make the quickest direct contact with, who well, who are we're all
1: neighbors. And we're huge, at the same, yeah, gym. right,
0: <laughs> exactly. It's pretty exactly. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, no, this will probably go up next week. So, cool. um, all
1: right. well, that be that will be up for sale in uh, what's the next month? September, so mid September is when cool. that will be. So, awesome. Tune in, check out the podcast. All the details will be there.
0: Um, all right. Well, thank you so much. Thanks, and man. we'll probably do another one of these because this yeah, is really good. Cool. All right. Bud, Joe. Oh, yeah. The Whole Life Podcast is produced by our podcast team, Winslow Jenkins, Becca Borowski, and Ernie Hurtado. You can find all of our episodes, links, and complete show notes at wholelifechallenge.com forward slash podcast. The way that I've found is the best way to listen to podcasts is to subscribe so that episodes automatically get delivered right to your mobile device. You can do that in any podcast app on your phone. And hey, if you like the podcast, please do me a favor. Go to iTunes and give it a five-star rating and recommend it to your friends. I'm Andy Petronik, and thanks so much for listening.